You are listening to the She Speaks podcast. The She Speaks podcast is here to normalize our experiences in life and business by sharing our stories of rising from the proverbial ashes of our real life trials and tribulations. When we share our experiences, we give others permission to keep putting one foot in front of the other, remember to breathe, and to never, ever leave the power of our promising futures on the table. Tune in weekly for fresh new content that will inspire you to share your story too. Welcome to the She Speaks podcast and thank you for joining us. My name is Shannon Miller and I am here today chatting with two incredible women, um, Sue and Marsha. And I'll just tell you a little bit about how I know them. And then we're going to jump into their incredible book. Um, She just wait. Everybody holds a story is what Mm -hmm. their collaborative book is called. So first, Sue. So I met Sue, well, officially at our book launch, but uh, we were in a book together called Great Canadian Woman. She is Strong and Free, uh, volume one. And she's just, she's the best. (laughs) From the moment I met her, I just felt so like relaxed and chill. So that was awesome. And I met Marsha at the same place, but Mm -hmm. she wasn't part of the book, but she was a speaker. And I was also a speaker at that same event. And I didn't really know Marsha that well. Um, well, I didn't know her at all. I just have heard about her. And Sue has commented before that she thought Marsha was famous when she first met her. And I just assumed, okay, all these other other speakers are all these professional speakers. And I'm just up there because, you know, I wrote in the book. So it was a very cool weekend. It was incredible. And I've stayed in touch with these women. Just I don't know, just on and off all the time, mm-hmm. just online, watching what they're doing. So uh, can you guys introduce yourselves? You guys do so much that it's hard for me to <laughs> list all the things. So Sue, do you want to start? Yeah, I would love to start. Thank you so much, Shannon. And I'm just, could either of you imagine us being where we are right now no. based on all meeting in that one space? No. Um, right. Obviously coordinated by our mutual friend, Sarah Swain. Um, but yeah, I'm Sue Rue. I live in London, Ontario. I am a mother, a spouse, a collaborative book writer with my friend Marsha, yeah, who I are. still think is famous, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to mention that Shannon, when you spoke on stage at that event, I have never been more moved by a speaker in my whole entire life that even now I still like get chills and get emotional because you're just so powerful up there. And so thank you. Well, thank you. You've, you've mentioned that to me one other time and it's like, I can't, I don't, I can't imagine it. I can't it imagine like- it. It was like an out-of-body experience. I have to tell you, I was sitting in the seat and I don't know, it was like the energy like in my body was like bubbling up that I wanted to like jump out of my chair, which I did after you were done. And I like ran and hugged you. <laughs> yes, like, I do remember that. What is going on with Sue? <laughs> that was actually incredible because I was done talking and then like it was just 
completely silent. And then I thought, do, do I just leave the stage or do I tell everybody I'm done? Like no one's saying anything. <laughs> that's, that's how powerful it was. You like oh, left wow. the audience oh, speechless and, um, Oh, I just love you. Thanks for ah, Thank you. You're so sweet. <laughs> Marsha, tell us about you. First off, thank you, Shannon, for having us here and as well for the intro and the connection. And I agree that weekend was a very magical weekend. It was a, you know, we walked in and I don't even know how many of us were staying in that beautiful place that we stayed at. That was just so stunning. I remember having conversations with you at the house and you know, all of a sudden we had, I don't even know what, 15 women that we didn't, a lot of us didn't even know each other before we went into that weekend. And then it was just such a beautiful, beautiful weekend of women connecting and supporting each other. And of course, ironically, that was, you know, October of 2019. So before we weren't allowed to do a whole lot of social things together. So it just, it's, I think it holds even more magical experience to it because of that. Um, and yes, I do remember vividly your talk on stage that day. And that I would call that was a very much a mic drop moment when it was done. It was like, what do I do now? What do I do now? But it was so powerful what you said and how you shared your stories. So I've loved that. And I loved connecting with you. Um, my name is Marsha Van Weinsberg, and I'm from Kitchener, Waterloo, Ontario, just up the road from Sioux. And I am a storytelling business coach. I love all things stories. I love sharing stories. I love teaching women how to pull the lessons out of their stories, stand on their stories, not be victims of what they have come through, but really like be the victor and share those lessons with others because there's so much power in learning how to share our stories. And that has taken me into multiple collaborative books, um, my solo book, two podcasts, and the beautiful connection and collaboration with my friend Sue when we created Everybody Holds a Story, which was ironically beautifully created last year as I was prepping for back surgery that I did not know that I needed during a pandemic, after a job loss, sorting through life. And she was driving up the road to support me because most people don't know that at that point in time, I was barely able to walk. And as she had her hands in my fascia, she was like, everybody holds a story. And we both literally stopped and went, huh, there's something there. And this is the beautiful thing. I think of allowing those ideas to come forward to really getting into action, but also trusting the timeline, letting things unfold as they should. We knew we had an idea for a collaborative book, but we also wanted to start with a podcast. And it's just seeing it unfold and seeing where it's going has been such a beautiful experience. So to be here with you both, um, honestly, on a podcast, which is how we've all connected, <laughs> I, I'm so grateful. Oh, amazing. Thank you for that, both of oh, you. Oh, Marsha's so good at intros. I'm just, like, hey, I just, can I start like, over? Oh, just keep talking. <laughs> you don't have to say anything. Just keep going. <laughs> just been doing this said. for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so smooth and effortless. I love it. But you both have amazing podcasts. And to me, it's just a natural progression then that you go into the collaborative book as well. So you have your own podcast, you have a combined podcast, and now this collaborative book that you're doing. So, Sue, do you want to do you want to like talk about that a little bit? How it all started? I know Marsha mentioned like you just you had your hands in her fascia, 
Yeah. If you okay. want, you can tell people what that even means, because that might seem a little weird to some of our listeners. <laughs> and, yeah, I am known as the weirdo. So like I accept that uh, title like with open arms. So um, yeah, for the listeners, I've been a myofascial release therapist for, I don't know, 14 years sort of uh, forfeited my career based on what's happening and have transitioned to the virtual space. But last year when things were still up in the air and Marsha was struggling a lot with pain, I uh, <laughs> I think it was like a bi-weekly road trip. Mm. To <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and so I work primarily in women's abdominal fascia because that's where um, the majority of our pain is held and, um, so I, my hands were literally in her abdominal fascia and when I'm working, I like get all meditative and I'm like eyes closed and whatever. I think you were snoring on the table that time. Probably. I wasn't sleeping at all. So probably. But I know because I'm always encouraging my clients to fall asleep because that's when our body can like, let go of things a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Like when we're awake, we're just like holding strong, like warriors. holding on to the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. The cellular mm-hmm. story. Exactly. So the word just kept coming through my body. It was like, everybody holds a story. Everybody holds a story. And Marsha holds like 37,000 stories. So I was like, oh, this makes sense. And then <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, maybe we started as a podcast first. And uh, just because it was like, you know, we'd already had our own shows. It was pretty like easy to step into that role. Right. And yeah. t- together with our, you know, banter, behind the mic here it was just like a no-brainer because we think we're hilarious but anyway (laughs) Um, and you are (laughs) but I mean the books I mean I'm you you guys can both probably relate like I love reading books I love reading human body stories and even not even reading just hearing them so for the last 14 years I've been hearing all these amazing stories from my clients and you know I just, I feel like this is my calling to um, create this series where we can help share the stories of whatever it is that we've gone through, whether that's cancer or injuries or trauma, anything, and provide resources for the readers because yes, we can read people's stories and be inspired and moved and encouraged, but I think a main focus for me is to provide resources and knowledge Mm -hmm. about human bodies, because I think that's a missing piece to what's happening right now in the world and, you know, understanding and learning about the human body is really important. And like for me, that's just yeah. always been my mission. Um, I can't imagine not knowing what I know so far about my body. And there's still so much more to learn. Like I'm so like excited to learn from these authors and whoever shows up to write in these, in this book and, and to help others. So um, yeah, it's a, it's a bullet train and uh, <laughs> I'm on board Marsh is on as well, and she doesn't have a choice. No, this is this is the thing, though. I love I love everything that you just shared, Sue. But I, how many times clients are like, "Well, I don't know if I should start with that idea," and I don't know. And I'm like, "You have no idea where it can go to, but you if you it'll go nowhere if you don't start." 
And that's for us has been like, we've also kind of looked at this with no real expectations or attachments of how it's all going to unfold. Um, but we're both so passionate about stories for different, for, with a different starting point. And for me, I've really been about like, how do I, how do we share the story? How do we change the story? How do we do those things? I think that my learning, my big learning curve and personal lesson last year, learning it through Sue, through my own recovery was that I can't, I, I, you can't just talk your way into a different story when your body has held on to trauma, um, stress, physical, mental, emotional trauma, injuries, all of those things, you can do all of the positive thinking and affirmations you want to do. It will not change what your body has held on to and what it's done. And that was a real eye opener for me. I, I understood that many years ago, but didn't understand it from the level that I needed to. Mm-hmm. I, Cause I could never, even when I was in my darkest spot, I could never just do affirmations and have it change my mind. I didn't understand. It just made no sense to me. And I resented when people said, Oh, you're not saying it and believing it enough. And I'm like, the inside of my body is like, no, I'm living in a gong show. How can I possibly just say I am worthy? Then I fix it. So I just, that's not, it doesn't work for me but I was really not understanding how much trauma my body was holding on to. And I think that's what Sue has helped me to really understand. So it really is, in my opinion, a beautiful synergy of the fact that I am so passionate about stories and Sue really dives into our bodies and what we hold on to. And between us both, we've both held stories and bodies and bodies and stories, and we can so relate to it. So I think we're able to hold space for so many people who are coming in our direction, wanting to be authors, wanting to know how to share vulnerable stories, wanting to like really understand what lessons they've learned, what their story can do for someone else. But I I can say myself, and I believe Sue too in this, is that like when you share your story for the first time, you have no clue what doors it's going to open. Yes. No clues, no clues. And it'll open up more doors than you could even imagine. So I think that's why I'm so excited to see these women come into this space now and going like you just, you have no idea what's coming. There's so it's, many incredible it's things so coming. It's so great to watch them, like just sit back then and watch the authors then just bloom, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. And I totally agree with both of you are saying how combining the two is just an ideal situation. You're you're teaching people how to share their story, but Marsha's, you know, that's what you're just so good at. But Sue is allowing you to like, and even understand how it's in your body and get it out, mm-hmm. like literally get it out. Mm-hmm. And without, with only doing one side of that, it's not the full picture. Like you can't fully be, um, I don't know, I, I call it my healing journey. And I know it's a healing journey of never ending, but like what a, a lighter load to carry if you're able to share your story, whether you're speaking it or writing it, whatever, but also dealing with it physically. Mm-hmm. And right. well, physically and for me, like emotionally, right? Because so. it's all connected. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's, hey, it yeah, book two. Book two title. There you go. <laughs> it is all connected. And I honestly, I just, I love that you shared that. I think it's all connected. Mm-hmm. I think it's so, so important because 
especially right now, um, just to speak to current climate, there's a lot of people holding mm-hmm. on to a lot of emotional stress, a lot of like shame because of how they're dealing with things or how they want to deal with things. They don't know what to do. So there's a lot of trapped anxiety right now. And I'm just going to say, if you're listening to this and you hear it, like, please know you're not alone because there's an enormous amount of trapped anxiety. If I can share, and I shared it with Sue um, just quickly. So was it just a couple of days ago, I got a um, video message from um, Facebook and it was somebody that we went to high school with 35 years ago. Wow. And he was incredible. And he just said, somebody I've never really had a conversation with said, I've been watching and I just want to thank you so much because you've encouraged me to start to talk about my experience with anxiety and depression and everything that I have worked through, but I've never been able to figure out how to put a voice to it. And I'm a guy and nobody talks about these things. And I said to him what my mentor said to me years ago, but maybe that's because you're supposed to. Maybe you're the one that actually is supposed to. And how would you love to be part of this kind of project? And he's like, I would absolutely love to. So I really want to share that because you have no idea who you are inspiring, who you are giving hope to, who you are giving faith to. And when you come to the point that you've moved through your story, holding on to it, in my own personal opinion, is selfish. It's just selfish. I say it with love. I love all of you, but I please don't hold on to it because someone somewhere is praying for something you're holding on to. Literally, they're praying for the solutions you're holding on to. Wow, that's amazing. Very, very powerful. I also feel it's toxic to hold on to your story, like just physically toxic, which then again is where Sue comes in. So you both are just like this, the perfect connection <laughs> of everything I believe in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So glad you said that because we were just talking about how, um, you know, whether that's internal um, or external sources, like whether you're like nourishing your body from the inside or the outside, if you're, you know, surrounding yourself or infiltrating yourselves with all of this toxicity, like, isn't that where like the source of disease comes from or like the weakened immune system? Like, again, it's all connected. So if we can, do the good things for our bodies, which is like release the stories, release that tension and whatever that looks like for you, because it does look like it's different for everyone because we've all been through different experiences within these cellular suits. Right. So um, I think a big part of that project or this project is to um, provide so many resources for people to um, and, and, and resources that aren't necessarily like the conventional way, like we've learned a lot um, in terms of how to heal and, and, and where to go and, and how consistent to be. And, it, you know, it's not just like drink your water and exercise anymore. It's like, oh, try ozone therapy. Oh, go to sound healing, Reiki, like all of these different modalities and things that are available to us that humans are, are here to provide. Um can help someone significantly. And it's all about taking that first step. So whatever Mm -hmm. that is, we can all just sit here and think, what if we didn't take that first step and write in that chapter? I wouldn't know you. I wouldn't have met Marsha in real life, although we did meet in the virtual space like six years ago when, you know, and I thought she was famous. But then (laughs) even at the, even at the summit, Marsha had a migraine and she's Mm -hmm. laying on the table and I have my fingers in her suboccipital fascia. Oh. Sarah was like, Sarah was like, Sue, 
I could barely focus. I was oh my god, I'm mess. so nervous. I didn't know that. That's yeah, incredible. I was literally on the counter in the back room. It's I like could barely table. focus, honestly. And I'm like, I can't. I'm gonna throw up. I don't know what's gonna happen. It was a migraine. My body was going through so much. That was literally the year before I had surgery. I had no idea what it was wow. going through, and it was an absolute mess going through migraines constantly and like back pain and all these things. And Sue, I, Sue's like, yeah, I can help you. You want to plop up on the counter? And I did literally went on the counter and that's the, that's the things we're all holding on to all of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was, it's almost, um, you, you guys met and Sue, you helped Marsha and then you heard her speak and share her story. And that it's just so many things are always like, you can just, you can't really explain why they happen, but serendipitous or fate or whatever you want to call it. But, but none of that will happen if you don't start something. That's right. Can I just, yeah, I have to say that because that's so many people believe that not, and I am not a manifesting guru, so don't please take that, but they believe that if you just sit and think about it, it's going to happen. You have to get into action and then the people and the opportunities and all these things come into place. And so it's like, you have to jump long before you see where it's going to go. Yeah. That's and that's so all part awesome. of the story, right? Mm-hmm. 100%. I think it really is part of the story. So I never thought writing in, in my chapter would have brought me where I am today. Like it just, how do you predict that? And being open and willing to see what comes in and fail. Like, I mean, Mm-hmm. I don't know that there's not a lot of people out there that haven't failed at something, but in the end, have come to realize, well, you had to fail in order to get, you know, you had to fail at, you know, location eight in order to get to location B. So I think just with the chaos of the world today, like maybe people just need to take that chance and know that give them permission to take that chance to do, do something in order to change their story. If they want to change their story or reach out to somebody like Sue that can help them start that progression. There's just so many things in this world and why not? Why not? Why not share your story? Okay. I would love for you guys just to, tell like more technical things about you yourselves like where can people reach out to you what if they want more information about your book so your book is full this first one is full but you can I share that you guys are intending to do more so if you're interested and love this idea um, certainly reach out to Marsha or Sue and yeah so let let them know let the listeners know where they can connect with you if they'd like Sue okay I'll go. <laughs> Pick me. Um, <laughs> glossary. <laughs> uh, the glossary. Um, <laughs> so, yes, this first was a book, and then now the vision is a series. Um, and we've had a few comments here and there from the authors that have signed on that we haven't shared this with, but that's what they see it as. Um, if you remember those books, chicken soup for the soul. Mm-hmm. And I remember growing up with those books, my mom would buy them all the time. And, uh, so that was, that's sort of the vision now in terms of like how we want to release, um, different books based on different stories. So, We'll have multiple volumes of the Everybody Holds a Story, and then we want to have special editions. So like women's health, mental health, um, a kid's book, um, 
It's amazing. Parents sharing the stories about navigating their kids' bodies because there's a lot. Um, there's a lot that, I mean, I wish I had support with um, when our daughter was going through her absence seizures. So I'm pretty passionate about that one. Um, so yeah, we are fully prepared to be onboarding authors for the next couple of years. Um, this is now my job because I'm like banned into exile. But anyway, you can edit that out. Um, <laughs> or not. <laughs> I am just so passionate about how like having the space for these humans to come in and write their stories um, to help others in whatever book that that lands them in. Obviously, there's going to be multiple options coming up soon. And so, yeah, I'm just really excited to um, see who shows up because the door is open. So let them know. How can they reach you, though? Oh, I'm like, yeah, what was the question? <laughs> um, <laughs> no worries. It's a normal conversation for us. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, right now, like I normally hang out on Instagram. So it's just um, underscore Suru, S-U-E-R-U-H-E. And um, yeah, you can find our Everybody Holds a Story podcast on all platforms. And there are links in all of our show notes to connect with us either via email. Um, yeah, because we put the emails in last time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We did that. Yeah, way to go. Good, <laughs> good, good. <laughs> and Marcia, how can people reach out to you? The easiest way is like anywhere on social media. If you start typing Marsha Van W, it'll it'll come up. And um, my, that's my website as well as Marsha Van W. And right, we have to shorten it for any of you who know my last name, Van Weinsberg. And um, so it's all there through social media. And then we have, like I said, um, with our podcast, my um, solo podcast is Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And that was my baby that I started with four years ago that I'm just so grateful for. Hmm? And I just, I know we just, we just released, um, we're just released episode 300, which wow. is a phenomenal, it's a phenomenal interview. I just adore this interview. Yeah. And I, you know what, it's, it, it's a baby to me because that is something that helped me to grow, find my voice and uh, just allow myself to learn as I went through. And it has connected me with the most incredible, incredible humans, literally. So I've known from the beginning that podcasting was something I wanted to do. And I've had many mentors say, you don't make money doing that. You have to do things that make money. And um, I don't always do things that make sense because it makes sense to me. So this is, I, I like it and I'm so grateful for the podcasting platform. So that's my um, solo one. And then our, everybody holds a story on every podcast platform. We have one episode release a week. And so there's already some unbelievable interviews down mm-hmm. there, plus lots of entertaining inter- solos between Sue and I, where we're on there sometimes. It's just <laughs> like, are we going to publish that one or what are we going to do? <laughs> We've held back on a couple. We actually have held back on a couple. Of them. So you need to do a bloopers ready. one then. <laughs> Bloopers. Yeah. So that's pretty much where you can find me. And I'm hanging out on, um, like I said, most areas of social media on a regular basis. Oh, that's amazing. And we'll put that all in all that information in our show notes as well. So thank you, ladies. And love you both. I'm so glad that you were able to do this with me today. I was nervous to do this. This is my first solo podcast here with us. She's great. You were well, I just let you guys talk because you guys are just so amazing. 
So again, thank you so much for being here and thank you to our listeners. And yes, please reach out to either Marsha or Sue um, or even us here. We can certainly forward uh, your emails to them if you would like. So thank you, ladies, and take care. Everybody have a wonderful day and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to the She Speaks podcast. If you like this episode, please be sure to send us a five-star rating and review on iTunes to help us reach more listeners. For more information on our publishing services, please visit us at www.gcwpublishing.com.